Hi everyone and welcome to Jola Speaks. Jola Speaks is intended to grow and equip us in our trust work with God. We all go through testings because we all go through seasons. No condemnation in Christ. God just loves us so much. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Jola Speaks. So today we're going to be reading from 1 Samuel 25, 12 to 13 and then 22 to 25. And Holy Spirit, please me as a vessel. Thank you for giving me this word and helping to deliver this word as I put it in my heart. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, first Samuel 12 to 13. David's men turned around and went back. When they arrived, they reported every word. David said to his men, Each of you strap on your sword. So they did, and David strapped on his as well. About 400 men went up to David while 200 men stayed with the supplies. Then I go down, I read verse 14 actually. One of those servants holds Abigail, Nabal's wife. David sent messengers from the wilderness to give your master greetings, but he heard insults at them. And then I go down to verse 23. Actually, let me read verses 21. David had just said, it's been useless all my watching over this fellow's property in the wilderness, so that nothing of his was missing. He has paid me back evil for good. But may God deal with David, be it ever so severely. If by morning I leave alive one male of all who belongs to him. When Abigail saw David, she quickly got off her donkey, bowed down before David with her face to the ground. She fell at his feet and said, Pardon your servant, my lord, and let me speak to you. Hear what your servant has to say. Please pay no attention, my lord, to that wicked man, neighbor. He is just like his name. His name means fall and fully goes with him. As for me, your servant, I did not see that the man my lord sent. And I stopped there. God is merciful. God is merciful. You see, David was caught off guard, like we discussed in a previous episode. And so he was determined. It sort of how angry he was. He was so keen and particular on immediate vengeance that I protected this man's cattle and his house and family from the he went as a wilderness. I did so much work for him and I asked for something and he hurled insults at me. And he was angry. He was so mad. So now, if he never was Saul, he wouldn't have bothered himself because, like, well, God said, touch on my anointed. And he was already learning the act of love, no matter what, to people. And so, because of it was Saul, no problem, he would have ignored it and moved on. But it was not Saul, he was caught off guard. He was like, who is this neighbor person? Talks to me like this, I'm going to kill him and his whole family. He was angry. At that point in time, I don't even know if God spoke to him then. I don't know if you have listened. I don't know if you have even heard it because he was so full of anger and ready to go and do and undo everything to neighbor's family because of what he did. But you see, God is merciful. God sent neighbor's wife just at the right time. There are so many characteristics of Abigail that we will discuss to show how amazing she was and how much of a fantastic leader she was, right, for her and her family to prevent, you know, the impending danger that would have impended on her family if she didn't go. But you see, the timing as she went, everything was perfect because God was merciful to David. God sent Abigail to stop David from sinning. He could have easily had gone. He was already gone. Like his mind was, he was already there. 
like he has asked 400 men to follow him on his way to Nabal's family. They were ready for battle in anger and in frustration that day. And obviously, you know, David, I don't know if he had healed from how he couldn't touch Saul. With all the anger in his heart, he was already ready to deliver it to Nabal. But God is so merciful. He sent Abigail, like I said. He sent Abigail. And God and the right person to plead with him in the manner and way in which his mind stopped and realized that actually this is the sin. I need to stop. It could have been anybody else. If his servants or his um, men told him, he may not have answered them. He might just wander and walk away. It had to be Abigail. And in the manner and form she went about it, it had to be that way. To really get to David's heart. It just shows how well God knows us and how merciful he is. They would have failed that test woefully. Woefully. When God's mercy prevent David from sinning, he sent and ensured that Abigail's attitude touches David's heart to the point whereby he turns around and goes back to where he was coming from. In fact, he says in verses 33, he says, May you be blessed for your good judgment and for keeping me from bloodshed this day and from avenging myself with my own hands. Otherwise, as surely as the Lord, the God of Israel lives, who has kept me from harming you. If you had not come quickly to meet me, not one male belonging to Naba would have made it to the break. He literally saved his life and prevented him from sinning. And that's just all on the mercy of God. God is so merciful. Even when our strength fails us like this, everything fails us. We are so caught up in something that we can't really move from. God can send help in a way that can turn everything around aligned to his will and purpose for our lives. It shows here that David still had a lot to learn in showing love because this is an example of how he almost lost it and to also control his anger. But in God's mercy, he turned things around. In many cases, right, if you go back to the Bible and start looking at how David kind of conversed with God, when David was going to go for battles and he was not sure of, he would ask God, God, should I go? How should I go? He will ask God the question. With Saul, he knew not to fight Saul. God told him so he wasn't going to fight Saul. But this one, he didn't want to that point. He was like, no, I am going to kill this man and his family. He asked God whether or not God's will for him was that. He was ready to go and shatter him. So he, all that he was learning, you know, about submitting to God, he went out the window in this instance. Ah, you know what? I'm gone. I'm going to deal with his family. I don't care. But again, in God's mercy, God stopped him from sinning. And I write here that, do you now see the difference between walking in obedience and walking in our own minds? Walking in obedience, God is telling us go or not go and how to go. In our own minds, it just literally flowing through with whatever it is, is in our hearts. The anger, look, I've led David, literally being led by the anger in our hearts versus being led by the Holy Spirit. This is the difference. He could have sinned and killed of Nabal's family compared to how we reacted with Saul when he was still showing Saul love no matter what Saul threw at him and that's why God delayed him from Saul no matter how Saul tried to kill David you know while I, I was um, writing this um, particular message I began to think of even my own life experiences where I almost let anger ah I just thank God because the way God had just stopped me and diffused that anger 
it was just God. Because what the anger would have made me do was something so drastic that did not need to be. Because now I know that God had already started it then. I didn't know then. I just thought that, oh my God, I have to react. I have to stand for myself. I have to fight ETC. And I was going for vengeance back to back to back. I was almost there. But then God just sent someone just to diffuse that anger. And next thing, I began to say, oh my God, I didn't see these things. Because again, I was so caught up in the emotion. I was so caught up in the anger. And I was ready to go and do and undo anything physically possible. Right? So stick the justice that, that I thought I deserved. Meanwhile, if I just waited, I would have seen that God had already sorted that thing that I was so angry about. And he had already vindicated me. He had already avenged for me already. And so I thank God each day. And whenever I remember those things of how God just stops me by saying someone to just speak to me or talk to me or something, something just happens and maybe say, oh my God, do not respond in anger. Stop, 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 stop. In God's mercy, because left, left to me, I was I was gone. Like Saul, I was sorry, like David, I was, I was gone. I was ready to pan, you know, seek my own uh, vengeance because I'm right. I'm sure that you know I am actually, you know, giving justice that I so desire or I so deserve. But if I had done that in that process, I would definitely have not been doing or aligning myself to God's will. But in God's mercy, just send somebody or just remind me of your situation, whatever is just diffuse. I thank God that nowadays. I make sure I do not react. I try to not to react to anger. I stop. I say, no, don't react. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Count one to ten. Just wait. 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 Calm down first before you react. No matter what. And I thank God for God helping me to do that. Because again, that's another, another process. But thank God for helping me to do that. Because by doing that, I react and act as I should. Thinking, it's got to lead me. And not by anger. And seeking vengeance and let that lead or drive me. Then the point is not to let our own anger lead or drive us, but let the Holy Spirit lead us and drive us to what, wherever He's taking us to. So I pray today for God to take our control and for God's mercy over all of us. That even times whereby we may have been caught off guard, or right now I speak, one is in anger, one is angry, that this message helps us to diffuse that anger. And also give us the strength to ask God, should I do it? How should I do it? And also listen to hear his response and do and obey as he's asked us to do. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray, man. Thank you for listening to me today. God bless you. I love you. Bye, 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 bye.